one chapter six of a daughter of the vine by gertrude horn atherton this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by lynn thompson book one chapter six thorpe at this time spent few hours in his own company there was abundant distraction either a social entertainment every day or evening or a lark in the city the wild life about the plaza the gambling houses the saloons the fatal encounters in the dark contiguous streets the absolute recklessness of the men and women interested him profoundly as he spent money freely and never passed a gaming table without tossing down a handful of coin as ardently as any adventurer he was popular and free to come and go as he liked the scene which he most frequented which rose most vividly when he was living his later life in england was el dorado it had three great windows on the plaza and six in its length something over a hundred and twenty feet the brilliant and extraordinary scene within was visible to those who shunned it but stood with a fascinated stare for its curtains were never drawn its polished windows were close upon the sidewalk on one side down its entire length was a bar set with expensive crystal over which passed every variety of drink known to the appetite of man behind the bar were mirrors from floor to ceiling reflecting the room doubling the six crystal blazing chandeliers the forty or fifty tables piled high with gold and silver the hard intent faces of the gamblers the dense throng that ever sauntered in the narrow aisles at the lower end was a platform on which musicians played droning tunes on hurdy-gurdies and mexican girls who looked like devils danced in the middle of the platform awaiting the counters of the patrons of the bar one woman sat always she was french and dark and handsome and weighed three hundred pounds dressing such a person was expensive in those days of incredible prices and that room was very warm she wore but a yard or two of silk somewhere about the belt Thorpe often sat and watched the faces of the gamblers the larger number were gently born and more than one told him that he had been a schoolmaster a college professor a clergyman a lawyer a doctor all had failed or had been ambitious for quicker betterment and drifted to the golden land there to feel the full weight of their own incompetence they came there night after night and when they had no money to gamble with they sauntered with the throng or leaned heavily against the noble pillars which supported the ceiling thorpe afterward often wondered what had become of them it is doubtful if there is a living soul who knows occasionally thorpe picked up a heap of woman in the street put it in a carriage and saw it safely to a night's lodging sometimes the woman mumbled feeble gratitude as often cursed him because he would not give her a drink one night when rambling about alone he knocked down a man who was beating a pretty young mexican woman then collared and carried him off to the calaboose the girl died and a few days later he went to the courthouse to testify the small room was packed the jurors were huddled in a corner where they not only listened to the testimony but were obliged to talk out their verdict there being no other accommodation the trial was raced through in san francisco style but lasted several hours thorpe sat it out there was no testimony but his 
and that of the coroner but the lawyer and the district attorney tilted with animus and vehemence when they had concluded the judge rose stretched himself and turned to the jury you've heard the whole case he remarked so you do your level best while i go out for a drink he killed her or he didn't it's a swing or quit and expectorating impatiently among the audience he sauntered out the jury returned a verdict of not guilty and the man was lynched in the quiet and orderly manner of that time end of book one chapter six